Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick to remind you of our sponsor, 25 Transportation and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions. They give you quality transportation, delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination safe and secure. Contact them at info at 25.org. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number five, ive.org or you can call them at 240-479-6376 see you out on the road now let's get back to our episode of the truth and coffee time podcast Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. Body. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning to you too. I mean, I'm not a homebody. I've been a homebody for a couple years. That's because we've been in a quarantine. But you're not a homebody. You're so the opposite of a homebody. I'm a homebody. That's that cup doesn't fit you. Well, guess at what? All. It was the my one that was up fits, there. My cup fits me. It was the one that was up there. Are you singing? No. You want <laughs> my to? Cup sa- no. Oh, okay. No. 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 <laughs> my cup says cup. Of cozy, say something. Uh, that's <laughs> not mine either. Then I was gonna say you got all kind of cups, none of mine. Homebody, Home, not nah, mine. Home Cup body. of cozy, like what I'm drinking today. You drank. Yeah, I did. It tastes like tire. Good tire. <laughs> no, uh-uh, not at all. It tastes like it's, retire. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's straight black coffee. It is bold dark roast, and it tastes like. Come on. Tire. Come on, come on, come on. No, Plug my stuff. I'm not plugging that. No, I could never. Mm-mm. Starbucks, intense and smoky. <laughs> Dark roast. No, that was t- Starbucks, intense and deathly. That's what oh. they should have put on the box. Hey. Intense and deathly. My Somebody might a, try to drink that now. I doubt it. What you drinking? I absolutely doubt it. Death. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. Cat Williams. <laughs> we went and watched Cryptochronolite. What you smoking? Death. <laughs> That's what that is. That's what that is. It shouldn't even be in a homebody cup. It might melt that damn uh, mug. That is some horrible. I, I was watching um, looking on social media and one of the uh the one of the uh, small businesses that we so that we support, um, a meaningful mood. She did a story on trying to emulate you and drink black coffee because we had that that mm-hmm. conversation on IG and her face on there it was priceless she drank it and her face just <laughs> was like <laughs> nope nope this is not for me 
Well, honey, please don't try this Starbucks Death Cryptochrono Light well, you, Dark Rose. If you drink whiskey, I mean, it still has a it has a bite to it. I would rather it. drink whiskey. You drink whiskey. dark coffee. I would rather drink whiskey. And I am not a whiskey drinker than to drink that right there. I'm my Jameson's. I used to drink that. Yeah, well, I don't drink like anymore. That. But boy, when I did, <laughs> Jameson's was my, was my shiak. <laughs> Well, I am drinking today a decaf. You gave it to me. What was it? Decaf what? Was it the French vanilla? Decaf? Yes, Yes. but I would have to run off and go look at it. No, 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 no. It's French vanilla and it is um, Angelino's decaf. Oh, okay. Yep, decaf French vanilla. And I really love it. It's um, I went back to my decaf for the last couple of days because I've been having some issues. Y'all know I go back and forth with the caffeine. But I have to have the coffee, so I just have to kind of figure it out. But I'm on my decaf French vanilla, and it is super good, and especially after tasting your um, dark roast tire. Um, my decaf French vanilla is super good. Okay, awesome. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Mr. B? I don't know. You don't. Something about how <laughs> how to how to handle. Oh, it's already going sideways. <laughs> How would you handle would you, it? Yeah, yeah. How would you handle it? Right. Cause but I'm saying I didn't know. I'm, you like, ain't handle that well just now at all. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got See, thrown into this podcast. No, no, it's that damn coffee you drinking right now. It's got you all up and down, up and down. Mm-mm. No. Sidekick. Ready shit. to do some push ups. Sidekick shit. <laughs> Sidekick shit. We are talking about how do you handle it or how would you handle it? So we was thinking about with that, um, uh, and it, we, we always think about how would we have handled stuff? Like, did we handle it right? Did we handle it appropriately? Or should we have handled it a little bit better or should we have handled it at all? And it, and we was really talking about it because you and, you and uh, Briggs was having a conversation around how you would have handled the whole um, Will Smith Okay, so yeah. let's let's listen to what Briggs said. All right, all right, everybody, here you go. We're gonna listen to it. If I was, if I was Will, they probably know how to handle if themselves. If I was Will, I would have walked up on that stage. I would have did exactly what Will did, except the slap. I would have just shook his hand, pulled him close, said something in his ear, so he knew what the deal was. The rest of the with show a, with a nice firm handshake. Oh, with a not even a nice firm one. I'm breaking his hand. <laughs> And I'm telling him in his ear, she got, she going through something. It's a sensitive issue. I don't think this is the most appropriate place to um, uh, execute those jokes. It was mm-hmm. a nice one though. Yeah. And then go back to my seat. And then that's it. And it's just, it's, it's already mm-hmm. embarrassing or odd enough that I'm getting out of my seat, walking on stage, mm-hmm. saying something to you in your ear. That's hindsight. That is hindsight because you know a lot of people do. They, they say how they would have handled something after they listen to people's reaction on social media. Oh, right. But, but I'm, I'm saying that's hindsight completely because he's seen what happened right. with Will and Chris and then turned around and was like, oh, this is how I would have handled it. Right. When in the heat of the moment and emotions and stuff like that, you don't know. You, you don't know how you're going to handle something. You don't. Until you handle it. Until you handle until it's until it's done. I'm pretty sure that in hindsight, Will is looking back. You know, you know he's made a lot of statements, and we we're not gonna beat a a dead you know topic. 
to death. But it just really brought up the subject of how do you handle those, you know, awkward and and angry or emotional situations and and how do you view yourself after you handle it? And do you worry about how the world views you? Because we don't have any insight to a lot of stuff that may be going on, especially with these celebrities. They let us know what they want us to know. Some of them are very out there, influential, and some of them are semi-private, and some of them are really private. Um, the Smith family just happened to be one of those families that are very transparent, and they're out there. And we and when people become trans, so transparent and out there, uh, for some reason, we humanistically, if that's a word, feel like we have a say-so. We're going to write it and put it in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> but we feel like we have a say-so in their lives, you know. So I think that you never know in the heat of the moment. We don't know what was going on behind closed doors. There's a history there. With, with Chris Rock and, and the Smith family and Chris going after Jada on several platforms and several distasteful comedic um, uh, genres that he has performed in. You know, Jada has been a, a topic. Uh, for some reason, he keeps, you know, uh, distastefully um, belittling through, through comedic gestures this man's wife. So you just don't know how many times. You don't know. He could have said to him behind closed doors or in conversation, you know, love your style, love your comedic um, platform, but can you go easy on my wife? Can you take it? He he may have asked him this several times. And Chris in Chris Rock fashion, and he is a brilliant and talent, um, you know, young man in his fashion. He young, he well, you know what I'm saying. But in his in his fashion, he... That's his, that's his comedy, raw and just in your face. I'm not making no excuses for him, but how would you have handled it? And I love the way, I do love the way Brick said he would have handled it. I do love that. But, eh, you know, now that we see Chris Rock got a whole different type of energy right now. Like he's saying all kind of stuff outside of his mouth and he's still distastefully coming after this family, you know, and just think. I don't know if I got slapped shit out of, I probably would have <laughs> still be coming at somebody. <laughs> or me. Uh, I mean, still tasting like. Still like tasting I, flesh. Is that, that's blood. That's iron. I can taste that. Like, <laughs> he's still tasting blood. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm just saying you just, you never know. You just never know how you handle it. And we on the outside looking in, I can't say it enough. We don't know what has transpired transpired between, you know, him and those families behind closed doors that made Will just kind of snap the way he did, you know. But it's it's crazy how everyone has kind of canceled him or alienated. I him, think that that's, you know? that's that's wrong. I mean, it's a man livelihood, you know, and here he had one blimp in see, his my, in my his thing career, is, you know. Women fight for long time. Long time. <laughs> they fight forever. Mm-hmm. And then you have men. We could fight one day and be playing basketball the next, the next so day. It's Absolutely. Just like, like, Absolutely. I don't feel like... I think the public got too into Involved. it. Involved, yeah. And which took the Academy to barring him. And then now mm-hmm. the movies are... are stopping pulling, production. Stopping production. Mm-hmm. Pulling Netflix different things. Is stopping <clears throat> production on, That's on the not, thing he's working on. I mean, on come on now. And then yeah. there'll be... At a bar together sometime. Oh yeah, yeah. Will, Will and Chris will—they're—they're they're in a circle that we would pop possibly or probably never be in, and they'll be fine. 
and everyone else will still be fighting and still be trying mm-hmm. to, to figure it out. I said this to a, a friend of mine on social media is they, these are two brilliant black young, uh, black men and they are kings in their category of acting and comedic um, genres and they are they have trailblazed for a lot of young comedians before them and actor uh, uh, after them and actors after them and they've done some some good stuff was Chris Rock timing kind of off especially with Jada going through absolutely mm-hmm. you know was was Will Smith probably overheated about it after seeing the hurt on his wife probably but I think there was some other stuff going on there that we are mm-hmm. not privy to know and we shouldn't know because it's not our damn business mm-hmm. you know what I mean so did he handle it right? Who are we to judge? Who are we to tell? Because we handle shit off the cuff wrong every day. It's just that people don't know about it because we nobodies. You know what I'm saying? We're not in the we're not in the news. The the very people that are saying that he handled it wrong handle stuff wrong every day. But because you're not a celebrity, we don't know you're handling it wrong, and so we can't judge you. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so saying that, what you what you well handled? recently, I mean. The, the last thing that I feel like I could have handled better was... Well, I always feel like I could, hand, I could have handled my kids differently. I'm, I'm always really very critical of myself when it comes to my kids and, and the grand joys. But recently I had... I think I said, talked about this on a previous podcast topic where I handled um, a Starbucks situation where I felt like they was discriminating against my brother. And there are uh, our neighborhood Starbucks and we frequent them all the time. And I was so angry and I was so um, emotional about how they treated him. And I was so sensitive to it. And I, when I went over there, I just kind of just went off, like literally went off. And um, there was the Latino young lady there who's, who was challenging me saying that she's not able to discriminate because she's Latino, which I thought that was the most uneducated thing ever to say and I just and it made me even more heated and I went off on them and hindsight when I look back I feel like I may have could have could have been a little bit more um um strategic in how I handled that situation because at the end of the day it's still you know our neighborhood you know what I mean and so I do feel like I could have been a little bit more um I don't know a little bit more professional and how I handle it. But at the moment I was all in my emotions, you know? So I think that's one situation where I feel like I could have, have handled better. What about you? Is there any situation that you feel like you look back now and you're like, man, I could have, I could have did so much better in this situation. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Can y'all help me? (laughs) If I did it, I did it. It's it's done. It's It's a wrap. Yeah. It's a done deal. See, I think with men, Men are like matter of fact when it comes to women. We always rethinking ourselves, especially black women, because we judge and we're under the microscope so much. So we're always um, kind of. I'll tell you, there was one time when a friend of mine threw some dude through our microwave. I probably could have handled that a little different, but I wouldn't have stopped the throwing him through the microwave. I just wouldn't have been as tipsy as I was. <laughs> That's the only thing. I mean, he still would have got thrown through the microwave, but. I can remember that night vividly. It was glass. Matter of fact, I think I found some glass the other day. That was 10 years ago. (laughs) 
sometimes people need to be thrown through the microwave. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes you have to make a point, especially when you've been trying to drive that point and drive that point and drive it, and they keep poking the bear. Like right now, you know, after the fact, that energy, just poking the bear, just poking the bear, you know, uh, when people just you continue. You had them searching for a microwave. Well, you had them searching for a microwave on New Year's Day. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't care what y'all did down there. Y'all got tipsy. Y'all got into an argument with whoever it was. But my microwave was the casualty. Oh, I know. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He ended up buying two microwaves. He did. He was Bless balling. Bless his heart. He, Bless had, his heart. he bought a small microwave until the big <laughs> microwave came. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And he was like, man, I don't... Look. He was like, he was like, D, Miss D, we got you, we got you. Y'all was drunk as, as coyotes. Y'all yeah, was we was howling. Mm-hmm. Y'all was howling at the moon. That's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Hindsight. I do want to say that that was an army guy throwing a marine through a microwave. You know, I just want to let knew, y'all know I that. Was, I knew you was going to do that. <laughs> I knew you was going to do that. I'm just saying. That's Ooh. all right. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I don't know if I, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I, I don't know if, if that. I don't know if that dude was worthy of wearing a United States Marine Corps uniform. Oh, no, just because not, a lot of people that's wear on the you, though. That's just on because you a lot of people wear the uniform doesn't mean that they're worthy of wearing the the uniform. Because there's a there's a way you carry yourself when you are a a a military person who's protecting this world and protecting our. Our, our our honor and there's just certain things you just you know you have to make sure that you are that person you need yeah to, don't talk you, shit you know. to no airborne dude in in the kitchen two of them like you need to have a backup anyway hindsight yeah hindsight hindsight y'all should have we could have saved that some shit money. outside yeah <laughs> that's right so have there ever been a situation where like I did have a situation where I should have went off. And I should have been emotionally off the cuff, and I didn't. And I regret it to this day, and it happened maybe 15 years ago. It was a boss that I had, white guy that I had, and he um, microaggressioned me to the T. And it was not just one time. He had been doing it subtly throughout for probably the whole time I was there. And then this one day, it was really in my face. And... Because I didn't want to jeopardize my job, I took it. And and to this day, I think about that, that I should have went off on him. I should have told him everything that I felt, and God would have provided. He, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not one of those people that sit on my butt. So I know I would have found another job. I know I would have found another great job. And I don't know why I p- was paralyzed in that moment thinking, oh, if I lose my job, you know, what's going to happen? And I think it was during the time, too, that you had gotten laid off. And so I was just like, if I lose my job, that's the only other paycheck that we have. Oh, shoot, we'd have made it. But I feel like we would have made it. We've always been survivors. So hindsight, I look back at it now, and I think I should have stepped to him. Because just think how many people, black women before me, that he's treated like that, and how many he's after that he's treated like that. Because we don't call him on his crap. I just know that the guy that you're talking about had a henchman, and she was a black woman. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 
Mm-hmm. She would come and give you what he said. Yeah, she he was she was his mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. You know, his bulldog, and that made it even worse. Mm-hmm. That made it even worse. Yeah, I agree. So I feel like I should have handled both much differently than I did. Um, it's one of those situations where you should have probably slapped someone, and you and you didn't, and you mm-hmm. look back thinking, and and I'm saying proverbially slap meaning really just let them know how you felt in that situation mm-hmm. and hindsight that I didn't and I feel like that um, they took advantage of me and and I wasn't proud of myself that was one of those moments where I would not would you I was said, not would, proud of myself your the way you're the way that you're stationed today mm-hmm. is that something because I've noticed there's a difference in you now versus mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. Would you would you have said something? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think re- currently afterwards, because I ended up leaving that company, going into another company. But I would have, I mean, everything changed about me. I, I Even with this, this new company, I say exactly what I feel. I do it in a professional manner. Of course. But I don't hold back. And I, I think from that incident with that job that's why I don't hold back it taught me that I feel worse about who I am as a black woman and as a woman period for not speaking up for myself than I would for just simply staying quiet I remember our pastor in Alaska said sometimes when you're silent silent means agreeing agreement. And I absolutely didn't agree with not just the microaggression that was handed to me, but to other women. It wasn't just to me because I was a black woman. He did that to other women, period. Except for the ones that he utilized to do his bidding, his dirty work. Right. You know what I mean? But when when we look at that, you're not educating somebody who's coming with microaggression because that microaggression is a strike. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that's not education. You're correcting them. And if they don't get corrected, we got to figure this out. Yeah, either I got to move on or they're going to move on. Well, something's yeah, got to happen. But something needs to happen. Absolutely. Right. I don't think nothing happened. That's that thing. Not, there was no something that happened. I felt worse about who I was as a female. And then even as a black female, in that moment of not stepping up, I mean, I should have did something, you know, even if, if it had a, if it had been a slap or, or, or me saying something, I, I'm just saying I should have did something because mm-hmm. I felt horrible about who I was afterwards. So I think in those situations, when you don't handle it, it's, it's rooted deeper than mm-hmm. just the action, but how you feel about who you are. Right. You know, who you are in this world. We were, no, we, were, we were not created to be belittled and pushed into degradation and microaggression and all this stuff. We were not built for that. We were not made for that. We were not created for that. Well, how, so, how, you, um, how you handle stuff in your 20s versus your 30s versus mm, your 40s. I know. It's a learning process. It's a learning process. Yeah. Well, it also taught me something, too how he utilized the other black female and and she was a mouthpiece for him it taught me how not to be by watching her taught me how not to be one of the greatest lessons i've ever had in my life a lot of times we go through the, this life or you know our chapters or our journey in our life and we don't necessarily know what to do or mm-hmm. who to be but when you figure out who not to be 
that's gold. Because that who not to be, to me, is one of the most biggest catalysts to your success for whatever you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I think another thing I could have handled better is in church, in churches that we've been in, and being a novice in church at the time and having Christians tell you what you should and shouldn't do. And you knowing in your heart and you feel something in your spirit saying, ah, that just doesn't sound, sound right. But instead, you go along with it. You mm-hmm. know, I think looking back now, I feel like I should have handled that a little bit better. You should, you, but you learn, you educate yourself, you learn. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved. And I think we learn, trust but verify. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I could have handled some of those situations a little better. Like what, you know, some Christians, what you should do, you should do this with your family. Your, your children shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't do that, or you shouldn't do this. I, you know, certain things like that. I remember when I talked about putting my kids on birth control pills when they become teenagers. And I remember talking about that with one of the, the, the Christians at the church or the, the, church members they treated me like I was pimping my child out or something like they didn't agree with it what would God think of you you're like giving them a license to have sex and no I'm, I'm being realistic we're in this world where kids are doing stuff behind your back outside your home or they getting talked into doing stuff uh, we we deal with it every day with our grand joys we dealt with it with our kids you know hindsight I look on it now I should have put them on birth control. I should have went with my gut. Right. And not listen to them and not feel so depressed and bad because of the way they talked about me because I wanted to do it. Because the bottom line is they get pregnant. We got to deal with it. And we did. And it happened. And I look back on it going, I should have did exactly what I felt was right for my family. So I think in hindsight, how would we have handled it? Like, how would you have have handled when you think about things that people are doing you think about how you would have have handled it and then you try to put what you how you would have handled on someone else and I don't think that's fair okay <clears throat> I don't think it's fair is there anything that you feel like you should have handled that you didn't and you think about it now you go man I should have oh um, yeah things that happened to me in the military things mm-hmm. that happened to me in, in corporate world I can think of I can think of a couple things, but are they top secret? You need me to elaborate? <laughs> I don't know. Just, I just shared my whole world, and you over there top secreted in. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's do you. You crazy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, speaking up for yourself when you're in a position to get promoted or uh, not get promoted. You know? Yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. Cause I think a lot of people. We deal with that. Right. So that would be something better than that. I I think you should have spoke up about that coffee. Boy, that's a major decision in my life. (laughs) What about... I made a good decision to drink. (laughs) You remember the... um, This intense smoky Starbucks coffee. Intense smoky death. Crying the light. (laughs) Do you remember the incident I had with the neighbor? Yeah. Uh, And I said, maybe I should have... I should have handled that a little bit different. Man, fuck her. I ain't worried about her. She was wrong. You handled it right. You actually didn't handle it enough. I'd have took a hose down there and and sprayed her with it if I was you because, hey. Because that's what she did. That's what she did. That's what she did to to our son in his car. Yeah, it was was awful. She'd have had a fit. 
Yeah, she would have. It's like matter of fact, you, I'm gonna go buy four hundred no, foot hose. But look, it's like so one of those things. It's like one of those things where the you did one. You can't thing. pick your neighbors, everybody. Yeah, but you did it. So if someone don't do it to you, then we're wrong. You know what I mean? I know, but she's straight. Now you talk about microaggression. Oh, it was in your face. She, it was in your face. I have a black friend. I have a a a, a, a black. So what she said? I have a black niece or something. She said like mm-hmm. she she pulled out this. I Radi- have a, a, she, a black. Niece, she is a, black a heart friend. radical church going mm-hmm. microaggression. Mm-hmm. Hmm, you could probably throw racist in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That says she. What did she say? She said she have. She said she had a black friends. friend or a black niece or. Or something she said to me because I said I just we wanted were, to say well they 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 suspect too yeah and I thought to myself no your, when, your black friends she, are suspect too yeah and then when she said it and I looked at her and I'm like do they know you act like that have you showed this side of you to them because if you have and they're still your friend and still in your corner then they're suspect as well so I don't know I do feel like too though but to my community I my heart hurt because. We pretty much are subdued. We kind of we do our thing here. We we don't bother nobody. We help everybody if we can. And then for that to come against us and me just I blew up like completely because she literally was. You were no. You blew up because you were protecting your black son who was trying to be a gentleman and walk away from everything mm-hmm. because he knew. There's, and he knows his there's, temper, too. There's not a good that's going to come out of this black man yelling at this white woman yeah. in a, I can't say predominantly white neighborhood. We have a diverse neighborhood. It is very, very diverse mm-hmm, here. But thank God. It is, but that's not going to go well when yeah. the PD pulls up. Yeah, I know. Because it's automatically, my son is guilty. Yeah, I know. I know. And the things later that he told me that she had did, like her spraying the water hose on him, you know, she didn't, he didn't tell me that until after it was all over. And it's like, what in this world made you feel like you were entitled to spray a black man? Come on now, we're talking about history here, where this white woman is spraying this black man with a water hose. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Come on now. Like, so, you you have, you, so now, you you have, think, now, now we <laughs> talked about it, you think you handled it wrong? Hell, you might not handle it right. Might not handle it enough. Right. <laughs> That's a good topic. We we need to probably do a whole segment on, you know, the whole microaggression, you know, history repeating itself with a lot of incidents and how we handle them. But this is good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, Mr. B, for having these tough conversations with me and being sometimes being the voice of reason and sometimes just uh, no. drinking too much coffee. I don't <laughs> Depending on what it is, I can't. I'm, I might not be the voice of reason. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes. Might get you in trouble. <laughs> yep, that's true. But guess what? Um, we in this together. Mm-hmm. We got this. Thank you, Mr. B. I appreciate you. Thank you guys for hanging with us. How would you have handled it? How would you have handled it? What are there? Are there some things in your life that you feel like you overreacted? Are there things in your life that you feel like you should have overreacted? Do you sit back and think about it? And like me, sometimes sit in it too long and it interrupts my flow for the day. Don't let it do that. You know, grab your energy and keep moving. Thank y'all again. Hit us up on our voice messenger on Anchor 
and Anchor by Spotify. Check us out and send us an email at hello at diverselove.com or either truth and coffee time at gmail.com. Let us know a situation that you are in that you feel like you should have handled better. We'd love to hear from you. Check our website out, www.diverselove.com. We have a couple new blogs out there. Let us know what you're thinking. Our show notes for each podcast is out there. We love y'all for real. And we are so very happy that you guys allow us to tell our truth for coffee. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me. Take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind. Looking like it's Truth and Coffee time. Tell me what you really want to know. Girl, it ain't